0: What if Star Wars did what ifs? Josh. Mm. Welcome to episode eighty seven of the Holo Chronicles podcast. We are your hosts, Josh and Andy. How's it going? <laughs> We've got like, we're going to be a little bit all over the place today in what we're covering and touching on, but we need to bring in our buddy Scotty for the first thing. Sure. Okay. Just right off. Just right off. Let's bring it, him in. Let's dive him in. Here he- His time is limited. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, Scotty J, Ro. one half of the Bombad cast. <desconfinidoBrots> Scotty J, Rowe. look at
1: that! Look, hold on, hold on. We gotta get look it all. Look at the lighting. Look at the lighting of <laughs> okay. this. Okay. I'm looking at your lighting.
2: <laughs> hi,
1: hi, boys. What's up,
0: Scotty? What's up? Man, it's good to see you, Scotty. Hey. Uh, for friends of the program, Scotty uh, was in the network with us Bad- way back. Remember when we were in the network? And what? Uh, in, way back then. And uh,
2: NBC. Oh, sorry. I'm
0: confused. <laughs> Scotty, where where can people find you on Twitter and, and the social medias real quick? Let's let's do that. Let's check off that box right now.
2: Um, you can find me at the Bombadcast. and find me at the Scott Jero on the Twitter. Uh, you know, Bombadcast's got a couple shows going on. As long as my holocrawl and cool boys are doing good, I'm doing good. So go mm. check out them first and then us and then um, okay. watch the Larry Sanders show.
0: So, okay. Darius the Sanders, solid, solid. Solid. Hey now. <laughs> um so this weekend I was down in Portland, Oregon watching my son play in a baseball tournament and I had some time hey to now. kill. Hey now. Come ah, on. Come on. Hey now. Swing bat bada, bada bada swing. That away. Hey wait a look. Wait a look. Hit the middle of the ball there, boys. Anyway, <laughs> I had some time to kill so a buddy of mine and I went to uh uh uh, car, like a, uh, what do they call those? A market? Um, like a Lee Saturday market. market? Yeah, like a Saturday Lee market, yeah. market kind of place. But, yeah, thank you. And sure. and there was an antique store kind of right down next to it. If you've ever been to a, a Portland uh, Saturday market thing, it's, it's wild. It is. You're going to get everything from your classic Portland hipster you know, Portlandia kind of people, all the way to the people that would do like the Renaissance fair, Sure. <laughs> dre- fully dressed <laughs> full, up in, yeah. in every day selling, selling their uh, selling artes- their artisanal uh, mushrooms and nice uh, and their homemade rums and I mean just like it, it's it's got the full gamut of people and it was amazing just to people watch and there's some there's a full gamut of smells as well one. 100%. And not all the good ones. No. And it also just happened to be Kitty Corner to Dark Horse Comics headquarters. Did you know that was in... I didn't. ...Milwaukee, Oregon? Didn't.
2: Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. And
0: odd. trust me, nothing's in Milwaukee, Oregon. <laughs> Except Dark Horse <laughs> Comics headquarters. And I would have loved to get a, a nice photograph of the um, the front entrance because it had a life-size predator and a life-size... Uh, Xenomorph from Aliens and and, uh, I mean right there in the window but there's this guy who was blowing up balloons for kids and giving them away parked right in front of it and it was covering and (laughs) and, yeah he was blowing up balloons and just giving them away to kids and we were like and then they were getting in the van (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly like let's kind of steer clear of this dude Pennywise but uh Anyway, it was, it was incredible, but I was at this little antique shop. And so I popped in because there was some, I saw some star Wars action figures in the window. So of course I pop in and really the, there wasn't a, a lot there, but I did find this and I immediately thought of our buddy Scotty and I oh, no. tried to call him, tried to call him, uh, but he was already in bed. <laughs> uh because there's a three hour difference <clears throat> but uh let me just show let's start by showing you the back of it
1: Ooh, Ooh. i think we i know, it. Those me- know those boys we know those i think i know what that I'm is making you big sorry
2: i think i know what that is can i guess what it is yeah guess is that a celebration one pamphlet
0: official program guide oh Sky <laughs> for star wars celebration wow number one. i have that you have i it? have that
2: i love mine dude oh, we, yes i found it in, i found it in baton rouge i found one in baton rouge as well just really weird really random that thing is so sick look through it show show yeah. the audience look at the yes. inside of it they've got a bunch of crazy ads in there
0: uh, okay, yeah, Lucas fin- Lucas Arts. Um, God, that was a really blurry picture. Oh my God. So that was- <laughs>
1: hey, that's before. Megapixels yes. were still a little low. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, a welcome there from George Lucas. <laughs> George, hold on, yes. hold on. Who does? Don't you do George? No, Scotty or, or uh, no, Jerry? Knows. Jerry does I George. Don't do- Jerry oh.
2: does George really well.
1: Here's here's a bombad. Here's a bombad cast. You guys should do this with your copy. But get to that welcome from George and just have Jerry read like read it in George's voice, like welcome in that bored, just in that, that bored voice. He's like, "Yeah, you're wow. gonna have a great time. I'm Star sure." Star Wars celebrations. Though, I mean, don't it. get lost. But this film was ever authorized. Such an event. a
0: surprise if anyone shows up. But you made it clear it's something that you want. <laughs> <laughs> not, it. To, not what I want, but something that you want. So <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, welcome to the Del Rey booth where you can meet Terry Brooks and R.A. Salvatore. Terry Brooks, all right. Terry Brooks and wow. Elfstones of
1: Shannara. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also
1: wrote the Phantom Menace, I suppose. Yeah, the Shannara chron- uh, Chronicles. Yeah. Uh,
0: there's activities, character photos, autograph tents, THX demo area, children's activities, wow. uh, trivia, last man standing or last one standing. Uh, Star Wars Insider has a little thing. There's a map, of course. Uh, special guest profiles. Let's see. Uh, Scotty, go. I'm, I'm going to read some names. You tell me who they are. Pernilla August. Uh, Pernilla that's Schmee. Shmi Skywalker. Nice work. Brian, Shmi. Blessed. Uh, Brian Blessed. Brian <laughs> Blessed.
2: Uh, that's, that's Boss Nass.
0: Boss uh. Nass. Very good. <laughs> um, why would Trisha Bigger? Bigar.
2: Oh, Trisha Bigger did. She, she did she... the uh the creatures.
0: I, I know. She I did the creatures, Scottie.
2: and I think she she made Sebulba and Watto. That was her big contributions.
0: Um, you're close. You're oh, close. okay. Um, she, she did a lot of costumes. Like that. Well,
2: then that that's like costume he's, designer. Like ah, smart. oh, okay, never mind. I'm wrong. So
0: like, so like, Amidala's I'm wrong. I'm wrong. gear. All the stuff that she wore. Okay, I um, messed that up. All right, let's let's go. Some maybe some softballs here. Uh, ben Burt. Okay.
1: Uh, sound design. Sound editor.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Hey ben. Um, Hey George. Um, Warwick Davis mm. in a prequel setting. Um, um,
2: oh no, he was in Solo as well. Um, Wormy, not Wormy. Nope, that's what Luke was called. Uh.
0: It's a W name. Isn't he? Um, it is. he is it? Willow. <laughs> <Not> walled. He <laughs> <It> was walled. <laughs> walled. Walled. That's it. Um. Let's see. Uh, John Noel. Well,
2: that be that's ILM. Yeah. Head of visual effects.
0: Head of visual effects. Let's see. Dan Madsen, Star Wars fan club president. Uh, and they were all there. H- uh, Hugh Quarshie. This is a good one. No idea. Captain Panaka. No. Hugh got then, it. Uh, then our our buddy Steve Sansweet. Uh, good buddy Ray he's a- Park. He's almost come on the show. He's <laughs> almost. He responded to an email. Yeah. Oh, Star Wars. Nice Star Wars Kids magazine. Jamming with Jar Jar. Wow. <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> blessed. Sorry. Thank you. Lisa Playing reggae Jar- with Jar Jar. <laughs> uh, oh, Estes, what's Estes? Oh, Estes makes uh, spaceships. Episode one: Spaceships. Mmm. Estes. 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 One, two, three.
2: That that movie had so much made for
0: it. Yeah, I bought a tie is... recently. Oh, I bet that's sharp. Anyway, I I thought of you, Scotty. This was pretty sweet. Um, there was no dollar amount they could put on this that was going to be too much. What uh, was
1: the dollar amount? Twenty bucks. Whoa, that's not bad. I mean, that's
0: it's higher okay. than I thought they charge you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did too. But um, but that's it. Yeah. That's, so, Scotty, what? I mean, I I'm I'm Wait, what pleased was it? to yeah. know that. How much was I'm it? Pleased, it was twenty bucks. He's got a delay. Must have a delay. Hmm. Twenty
1: bucks. 20. Oh yeah, he's way delayed. Nice. <laughs> it's all right.
0: Um, yeah, twenty bucks. I'm glad to know Scotty has one though. Has uh, owns one of those. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. So it's good. Anyway, uh, that's all I wanted you on here for, Scotty. So sweet. I love you
2: guys. If, if you're still talking about me. If that's that's what's going on. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, thank you so much, boys. I love talking to y'all. I'll be on soon. The delay is probably horrible, but I know that. And I'm going to go on my own (laughs) accord.
1: But I love you very much. Scotty from the Bombad cast. Thank you, my friend.
0: See you, buddy. Thank you.
1: All right. Hey, before we get going, we got to welcome everyone that's in the chat with us. We got some of our faves in there. So, Apprentice Ewok, Red Five Designs, Maddie. Maddie's there, Shabby's there, collecting Star collecting Wars, Star Wars. Wars is there, Gary, I saw Gary a little while ago, um, yeah. so welcome all, uh, if you're just joining us, we had Scotty from the Bombad cast on as uh, Andy took us through. I got one other thing, Josh. Oh, sh- and- I should have worn my jacket while you did that. Darn it. That was one time. <laughs> just to flex the jacket whenever just I to
0: can. flex the jacket. Jandy oh, well. Charles. <laughs> Hold on.
1: Hold on. I can- I think I still... No, I can't. Oh well.
0: Okay. Well, I got something else,
1: Josh. All right. Don't don't take down the whole setup while you get it.
0: Try not to. Oh, I was leaning, wasn't I? Yeah, you were.
1: Guess what this is. All right, I'm. Po- it's a poster. Yes. I can't believe it. Oh, it's yet, a poster.
0: Yet another. Good. You you need another one. And this is, not only is this vintage, but it is timely for the pandemic that we're living in. Oh, my. Yes. Oh, my. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, have you been immunized? (laughs) I remember that. It's a little
1: glary. There you go, right there. Parents of Earth, are your children fully immunized? Do your records show it? Call your doctor or health department to make sure, and may the force be with you. So timely.
0: So timely! <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> we should make copies of those.
0: Just pop <laughs> them, them out there. Uh, yeah. So there's a. I have a back. I have a history with this poster. Um, there was a. There was a used uh, records shop in town for a long time, and this guy had this poster hanging up in it. And he wanted 25 bucks for it. This was like 10 years ago. No, oh, like, man. 25 bucks. Ridiculous. It's, it's not even a full size poster. It's a little dinky thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, lo and behold, I would go in there all the time and I'd be like, I really want that poster, but I don't want to spend 20 bucks. And he wouldn't come down on it for me either, given all the business I gave that dude. He, this is something he never fle- uh, was flexible on. Um, so finally, I went in to go buy it for 25 bucks after looking at it for about a year. And it was gone. Oh, and you're like, I would have paid thirty. Uh, and now I was like, I would, I would love the opportunity to pay twenty five bucks for it. You see them now on eBay, and they're anywhere from two to three hundred dollars. Sure, but a couple weeks ago, a guy had posted one for forty bucks, so I bought it. <laughs> That's a story. It's actually not bad. No. it's good. I mean, not bad. Yeah. In ten years, it only went up
1: five bucks. Perfect.
0: Wait, what did I say? Fifteen. 15? But yeah, sorry. Fifteen is <laughs> okay. Man, math. Strong suit <laughs> Always. <laughs> uh, actually, it is, unfortunately. <laughs> uh anyway, uh yeah. An immun uh R2 and C3PO immunization poster. Beautiful. Crazy. From where are you uh, gonna put it? From the U.S. government, health, education, and welfare.
1: All right, listen, I've been to your and the center of disease. I've Control. been to your place. It's been a while, though. It's been a few months. And I don't know where you have any more room for this kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't. Okay, might go on the ceiling. This is interesting. Yeah. Now we're entering, in, we're entering ceiling territory. If we're def- It's either
0: that. How do you or feel about that? Because you can't. I have tall ceilings in my basement. But you can't mount so. a frame with glass on the ceiling. No, you cannot. Okay. Maybe it just stays in that little plastic wrap thing, maybe, and I just huh? pin it up. Yeah. Or maybe I put pinholes in the corners, Josh. Don't come on.
1: All right. All right. Well. Some good... That's a good find. That's a good find. It,
0: I, I love it. I love it. And like I said, timely. 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 Yeah. Could have used it a year and a half ago. Still can... We can still use it. <laughs> we can absolutely still use it. Um, we're going on Tuesday today because I was celebrating my anniversary this happy weekend. Happy anniversary. Thank you. And uh, a lot
1: of people wishing you a happy anniversary on the Patreon page. Yeah. That was really nice. That was pretty Put cool. Put up a nice thank little... You.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Right up there. Um... What's your favorite mountain in the world? Yes, of all time. I
1: I don't know. I've ever considered that. Uh, I, okay, uh, I, I don't have a favorite mountain of all time. Okay. I guess you know we live next to some iconic mountains. One being Rainier, the other being Mount St. Helens. I mean, we got some pretty cool mountains. Mount Adams, Mount, Mount Hood. Well, they they almost, they're all right there. All I mean, right they're
0: there. They're all lined up. They're all within you ready know. to blow. <laughs> Theoretically, yes. Yes. So so uh, you were in Washington when Mount St. Helens blew. I was. Were you? I was actually in Kent. Okay. As a small
1: child. I, remember, I recall
0: so I we the
1: ash off the railing on our deck.
0: Yeah. So we were three years old when Mount St. Helens blew, right? Made and we didn't even know each other yet, except no. through
1: our force connection.
0: Dun <laughs> dun 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 dun. Um so Mount St. Helens has always been my favorite mountain. Okay. And the fact that it's like an hour away from us is pretty cool, too. You can see it out my window. Yeah. You can see it like that off much. the back of the mountain that I live on. If
1: the damn thing hadn't blown, I would have had a nice peak. I know. It, had view, like,
0: it used but... to have like 3,000 feet of yeah. peak to it yeah. prior to the explosion. But it's always been my favorite mountain. Sure. Um, and I, I'm geographically biased as well, too, because it's also the closest mountain. Okay. So you're lazy. There. You're you're lazy in your mountain yeah. loving it. But I can make a compelling case. You know, Crater Lake's pretty cool too. Right. It's an inverted mountain. Sort of. <laughs> um, Vesuvius also. Krakatoa. All right. Big Fuji. Fan. Don't Big forget fan. Fuji. Love Mount Fuji. Yeah. Um anyway, we that's where we were at yesterday. That's why we didn't pod yesterday. And uh, I went swimming in a lake at the foot of the mountain. Which mm. just sounds very Lord of the Rings. <laughs>
1: yeah, we have some Lord of the Ring comments in here. Mount Doom. Uh, oh, yeah, Mount Doom. Scotty threw in, which is also one to love.
0: I don't know if we really need to love it. Yeah. I mean, we can appreciate that it can destroy the ring of power. Sure. But... Okay. We're getting off track here. Yeah. So anyway, you're in a crystal clear lake at the base of a volcano. Yeah. I've, I was thinking. <laughs> Shirt off. My wife and I were talking about, you know, because she's bit younger than me all the things that i've survived i survived mount st helens you did survive like if a the volcano. wind if the wind were blowing a different direction like kelso would have been in trouble yeah because we're yeah. close very close um but the wind was blowing eastward mm-hmm. and so we did get a lot of ash but not as much as sure easterly places right um so far surviving this pandemic so far doing
1: I wanna, great I'm gonna jinx ourselves here you got the poster you're fine I got the poster yeah
0: it's true um, so what did you
1: survive yesterday
0: uh, there was a garter snake swimming in the water oh my freaked gosh. my wife out water moccasin almost killed me <laughs> Your wife almost killed. Yeah, it. <laughs> that's why I survived yesterday. <laughs> uh, okay, the word I, I don't know why I brought that up, other than that, if you, if any of you ever get the chance to come to the Pacific Northwest, Mount St. Helens is a must see. It is a must, and let me know, and we'll drive you. Out I've trekked up it like a hobbit. Mm. Did you have some lemba bread?
1: Uh, yeah, and what I didn't have was enough water. Mm. I we fully underestimated the. The amount of water you'll consume in that trip takes about four hours one way, maybe five, depending on how fast you're trucking. And it wasn't a particularly hot day until you gained elevation, and then it got real hot, and man, I didn't have enough water. I cramped up so hard, my quads felt like they were just going to rip off my <laughs> legs, man. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Mount Doom indeed.
0: But uh, yeah, so anyway, what's next, Andy? Next, um... Emmy nominations were announced uh, this morning. Okay. Let me read you a couple. All right. That you might be find interest in for uh best actor in a drama. Don Cheadle and Falcon and winter. Season. Hey, all right. I love Don Cheadle. I used to have a thing with my brothers. It's Cheadle. Cheadle was like
1: Chuck Norris to us. We just like would put Don Cheadle to do it. I think that's what we did. It's like, pfft, did you just Cheadle that? If someone did something awesome, you're not buying it. I I think it'll catch on. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. Keep trying. Keep pushing. Uh, Carl
0: Weathers in The Mandalorian. We love Carl. And Carl loves to act. Yes, Carl. If you're looking for an actor, then it will be Carl. Timothy Oliphant? Mandalorian? Yeah. His role in The
1: Mandalorian? How about just for best hair and beard combo? It's pretty good. Like scruff. Just the
0: scruff. I don't know. It's better than any beard I can grow. Better than George Michael. May That's he good. rest in peace. That's a good beard. It's a good beard hair combo.
1: No. <laughs> I got a story for that later, but.
0: <laughs> okay. okay. Well, the, tune into yeah. the after show. Uh, and then uh, best drama, Mandalorian has been nominated. That's
1: excellent. Yeah. So there's some. Congratulations, Star Wars fans. Yeah. And
0: uh... it's nice for a series
1: like that to get nominated. It's well done, right? Yeah. I mean, good how luck. many other quality series, whether you like Star Wars or not, as far as production values, as far as, quality,
0: entertainment, quality of actors and quality of
1: directors and directors, producers, or exactly. it's fantastic, cutting edge
0: technology, like brand new stuff, made it up, yeah, on the on the fly. No, I'm not the fly. on the fly. They've no. thought a lot about it. They did think a lot about it. Uh, well, uh, good luck. Good luck to those. I I hope yeah. they all win. We're rooting for. Them. Actually, I hope Carl wins. Carl, Carl, it's Carl versus Timothy in the same category. That's good. Ver- We're increasing the odds. Versus Cheadle. Like all three of those guys are all in the same category. Mm. 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 Who would you give it to? I haven't. Seen- I- I'd give it to Carl Weathers. Don Cheadle's been nominated 10 times. I think he's won a few, but. He has.
1: But. Hotel I'm- Rwanda or something. You got that one. Crash.
0: Yeah. One well, of those. But that's. Anyway, those are movies, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, my money's on Carl. Mando, <laughs> <That's>
1: Mando. <right. laughs> yeah, I dig Carl for sure, especially since he was a director on one of the, you know, episodes. I think that's that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So, all right, um, that kind of gets us to our main topic here today, Josh. Sure. And with the. Announced. Now, did, do we
1: want to do that? Or you, or you want to do the collector tip at the end? Or do you want to tr- take it home? Ooh. I don't know. I'm just how, going with How that. long Ooh, is... we haven't done.
0: Yeah, do your tip,
1: man. It was I awesome. Think, let me get the tip first. I got a tip for you guys. Look, and I'm even going to do this. Watch your ears. Uh, it's been a long time.
0: Hello, what have we here? Collector tip! Try not to take out the whole, whole operation. It's been a while. Sorry,
1: I was leaning. All right. Listen up, make make me big, okay? Yep. Andy, producer.
0: Yep, got All you. right, we all
1: know what these are, right? We love these. These are the Black Series Force FSX or what FX Force FX Sabers. Can't really see it. Sorry, that one was on. Do it over here. Screen. You can see it in the reflection over there, but the light's really so. But you hear that? Awesome. Yes. yes the only thing though is let's say so I, I i've been looking for this for a while because if you put these on your wall hanging up what do you want to do you want to turn them on and that noise can get a little bit annoying right so i went on a search to find i actually opened one up i have several of these and i opened up i'm not even going to tell you which one you would probably be mad at me it was Mace's. It was <laughs> That kinda, was an awesome one.
0: It was kind of the most beat up one.
1: But I opened one up and I tried to kind of disassemble the speaker component to see if maybe I could get in there and clip a wire.
0: That sounds, on.
1: sounds very nerdy. It's destructive. And guess what? I was unsuccessful. Okay. But this little canister right in the bottom of the hilt where the battery goes has a speaker. And that's, the, that's what makes all the fun noise, right? It's got mm-hmm. all the components. As a matter of fact, this is probably the... The board and everything is in there. The little PCB board that runs the show makes the noises, gets the vibration, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, right in there, I tried to open it up. But what I found in a super old forum, mixed in between a bunch of other nerdy comments that were far more here, hold this. Okay. Far more uh, in detail, you know, doing crazy stuff, soldering stuff. One guy had the suggestion. And here's all you need if you've got some of these and you want to light them up in your house sans sound with a non-destructive solution. Unlike what I was trying to do to Mr. Windu's master, Windu's, Mr. I mean, you go by Mr. Right. If he's on in doctor, Dr. You know, Windu's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't spend all that time at the Jedi temple to be called Mr. Um, to, to get rid of the sound very simply. And all you need is electrical tape and scissors. mm Okay. I so, have those two things. Do you Josh. have those? Excellent. So if you look, and I'm sorry, this is a little, whoops, now Andy's big. Um, this is a little far away, but uh, I'll put better pictures on. And I think I'm just going to do a video on this because I looked on YouTube and there's nothing out there except a kid who was doing something goofy. Um, there's three little contacts and three little screws. Well, the contacts are hollow. That's what you're looking for. And there's one in the middle. They usually, on all, most all the sabers I've, uh, I have. I have five, I think. Mm-hmm. The one in the middle, and they form a little triangle. Mm-hmm. So all you do is you take a little small piece of electrical tape, so small it won't show up on the camera. Very tiny. And you just cover up. Is it a square? It was a square, yes. Okay. Uh, the center contact, which, okay. is, which is a little round thing. Okay? Yeah. Now hand that back. Okay. That's all you do. So remember, we had this thing uh, make a noise just
0: a second ago when it lights up, it also makes the hum.
1: Makes the hum, right? So, back together, here we go, I'll put it over here because you can see it in the reflection on that
0: Boba poster, (gasps) but no noise. No noise, so you can actually use them as light accents and it won't give you the constant hum until it automatically shuts off. Until it automatically shuts off. And, and all the sabers I have, uh, like, you know,
1: here's Mace's that I was able to put it in the reflection. There, it's purple over there. It's really drowned out here. But here's Mace's saber, sound off. They all have different timers. Now mm. the timer, Nerd alert. The timers are built into the board firmware. You can't change them. Mm. However, if you move, if you keep the saber in motion, it stays on. So it's really just got a downtime. It's a a motion light. Right. It's pretty much a motion light. Or if you're out conning around, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. walking around, uh, Halloween, maybe, maybe just going to the grocery store and you want to keep the saber on. Now, I do have, just just to add to this little tip, I do have, I am researching how to keep them on even longer. I've got an idea. It's a little more elaborate. It might cost you some money, but I'm going to I'm gonna work it out and uh, hopefully show everyone else maybe in a video, if not here. So that you can turn them into a light, a fixture in your room, your collector room, or closet, or
0: basement. That's, or a, that's a great tip, Josh. Thanks, thanks. Appreciate so there you go. that. Uh, I don't have any. You did. I did. And then I bought them off. <laughs> yes. Because you picked them up in a lot. I did and, well a lot with posters, right? And I wanted to throw in on the them a lot, right? But then this was like a few years ago. This is before I went poster crazy. But I've been
1: since kind of looking off and on for a solution to get them to light up,
0: right? How do in you dis- how do you display them?
1: Yeah, because they really are just uh, cool-looking sabers with big white, you know, sticks on the end, and they don't look as uh as cool. So well, that's a great tip, Josh. Or like Matt said, you could just buy a lightsaber lamp and be done with it. I have one right, one right behind you, Andy.
0: We already have the lamp. It's right there. It's red. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess Josh, that takes us to the the topic of the day, and that is the genesis of the of the conversation comes from Marvel recently announcing they're doing a What If series. Marvel What Ifs. Did you happen to see the uh, trailer for that? I have not.
1: You should. It's really cool. I actually watched Infinity War last night with my kid. I'm closing in on Endgame
0: so I can finally get to Loki. <laughs> my kid is killing me right now. So, yes. <clears throat> well, that's fun. Yeah. In its own it was good. time-taking way. Yep. Uh, so, Marvel's doing this. Both Star Wars and Marvel are going into a couple of new directions. So, this What If series that Marvel's doing is animated, and it has all of these what-if scenarios. Uh, For example, they start off just in the trailer, and this doesn't spoil anything. uh, In Iron Man 1, Tony Stark in the Hummers driving out to the weapons demonstration, and then a bomb hits him, and he gets tossed out. A Stark industry missile lands, or a mortar, lands right next to him and doesn't go off, and he's like, you know, that's kind of his come-to-Jesus moment about the Mm. weapons that he makes. But then Killmonger comes out, Grabs and throws it and gets Tony out of there. Well, Killmonger is the bad guy in Black Panther. Okay. A, it's kind of a anti-hero sure of sorts. Mm-hmm. He's like probably has right ideas, but wrong wrong way to execute. You know, kind right. of thing. So anyway, uh, I got something in my eye. So th- they do all these what if scenarios, and there's some really cool ones in the in the trailer that they drop for it. Star Wars is. Going in a anime direction with Star Wars Visions. Okay, and uh, this was recently announced. Have you seen the trailer for that? Nope. Another excellent thing you should watch uh, because it's non-canon stories. Oh, good. Or is it canon stories? Right. But anyway, they they uh, leave the door open on that one. They're anim they're animated anime style. Um. Star Wars stories and they, it looks totally cool. Especially, I think, like in the middle school and high school aged Star Wars fans, they're going to eat this up because I know that my students uh, frequent, frequently bring in like anime books or manga books, and, and they're, that's like really big with the younger crowd. So, this is going to be
1: huge with my 17 year old. Huge. So the whole reason that she wanted to go to the con with us, the summer con we talked about, was to s- search for anime. She's mm-hmm. redone her entire. She's seventeen, mm-hmm. but this just came out in the last year. Anime is huge. So I mean, it, Star Wars getting into that, I think is smart. It just depends on how they do it, and they're going to get. It's going to you know be what? something she'll watch with me because it has anime. You know, right? Content. And
0: I don't. I don't even think it depends. I think just getting into that genre is smart. Yeah. No matter how they do it, because it's it's going to. because it's not known star Wars, it's new star Wars, right? Right. It's going to hook in young, young kids from the get go. They don't have to know anything to, to enjoy it, you know? And then, uh, it might, it actually, I was thinking about this might actually be a tougher sell for people like us who know star Wars and this is very different. Right. So I would, I would imagine that for some people that probably an older crowd, um, this might be a tougher sell. Maybe, maybe.
1: I mean, we're gonna watch it, right? I'm gonna watch it, although you know, uh, but you know, it 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 just might be a slower sell as far as when people get around to watch it. That that's how I am. I'm Mm -hmm. slow on the uptake. On you know, it took me years to watch Clone Wars, you know, series, and uh, and even Bad Batch. I'm a little behind on just because it's not something I'm like Mandalorian that I'm just running to as soon as it's released. You know, right? It's something that I'm okay waiting to watch, and then I'll enjoy it when I do.
0: All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's. So anyway, what if Star Wars did a what ifs? Okay. What if? We're going to write, yeah. We're going to write the,
1: the series for them.
0: And, and the Marvel thing is like, what if, and they do all these different collaborations, like Tony Stark and Killmonger, who were never in a scene together. But what if their paths crossed? Because Killmonger had a military background. And Tony was a defense contractor, and so mm-hmm. what if their paths did cross? You know, so they had they have all these different scenarios that never existed, um, and it's not like changing outcomes, but just what if their paths crossed in this way or at this time, and and uh, pretty pretty cool idea. And so uh, I had written a few down for Star Wars, but but this is a little different because. It's like the Star Wars what ifs that I kept coming up with are like what if little scenarios within the actual timeline of Star Wars had a different outcome. Right? Not not what if Kylo Ren and Luke Skywalker together took down Snoke. Right. You know, and it wasn't like that. What if, it was more like, well what if this what if this scene had a different outcome. Okay? For example.
1: So everyone can play along in the chat too.
0: Yes, and please come up with your own what ifs. Uh, because th- I'm I'm certainly not the end-all be-all with this imaginary concept here. Uh, wh- what if uh, what if Qui-Gon's death was only a wound? Okay. Right? Because, so- because Qui-Gon had a lightsaber go right through the center of him, right through the belly button. Darth Maul gets cut in half. He made it. Yeah. Qui-Gon died. What if it was reversed? You think the Sith have better health care? Is that what we're talking about here? Maybe their lightsabers are more powerful. I don't know. Mm, interesting. Hadn't never thought about that. Okay. Don't know what the healthcare plan is for the Sith. No. What if Watto would have just sold them the hyperdrive for the galactic credits or the? Uh,
1: um, no, hold on. Go back to the last one. Oh, okay. You just you,
0: I, I just skipped along.
1: Yeah, well. well What then? Let's talk about Qui Gon. What if? What do you What do you think? So, just we don't have to come up with a whole backstory, but like, what's one quick idea you would put out there?
0: Well, Qui Gon stays Anakin's.
1: So then it changes the trajectory of Obi Wan's. You mean Obi Wan's? Oh, he stays Anakin's too, right?
0: Well, well, because they. So let's say that's the only thing that changes. Qui Gon lives, but he's but Obi Wan still takes over in the duel of the fates and defeats. Darth Maul, because right. that seemingly is the only person that Obi-Wan can defeat in Star Wars canon. <laughs> Got it. So Obi-Wan still becomes master.
1: But Qui-Gon still lives, and that means qui Becomes a Jedi Knight. Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon with his philosophies, maybe. Becomes
0: Anakin's mentor. There you go. And father figure. And now. And now Anakin maybe has a, a different, instead of a competitive Uh, because the you know I always viewed Obi Wan and Anakin as more competitive than brothers than than, master and apprentice. Yeah, then have that relationship. So, so if Qui Gon's around, that that changes.
1: Interesting. Does Anakin still fall to the dark side if Qui Gon stays around? Well,
0: I guess that would depend on what
1: how hard Palp goes at him.
0: No, I I think I think that is more of a philosophical question because like if it's destiny, if it's what you were Destiny. what you were born to do it the path in which you get there can change but eventually you get there
1: okay so Qui-Gon you would you say on a scale of one to ten what's Qui-Gon's impact if on he lives on the Star Wars saga as we know it maybe that's what we'll do ten being big change one being uh,
0: I don't think it ultimately changes much I think it pushes out the timeline for Anakin's eventual change to the dark side. Switch to the dark side. That's my opinion. Okay. So what, a four? You agree with me? Is it a four?
1: Come on, use my damn scale. Three. three. I'm going to go with three. All right. Thank Uh, you.
0: Ultimately, not a lot different.
1: I would actually put it at around a seven. Okay. Sorry. Because? Because I think Qui-Gon's influence on the Jedi Council during the Clone Wars would have had different effects as to how the Jedi may have been used, especially if he took a council seat that he had rejected prior.
0: Right. But he had rejected it. And so he would have been the guy that was speaking up against going into war. Yep. Uh, the clone army. He would but have that been against that.
1: Would, he would have taken Anakin with him in those philosophies, which means Anakin wouldn't
0: have joined or Obi-Wan and wouldn't have so joined. So then the he war. still gets his n- uh, nose bent out of shape against the Jedi. And he still ends up going. I mean, it, I still, the, okay. I I don't think okay. that changes. Uh, Qui Gon just becomes the voice of "No, we're overstepping," and ultimately gets shut down because the majority has ruled. Freaking Yoda, Mace. Wrong. I usually am. <laughs> about to <many> things. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, okay, let's go to the next one. All right. What if Watto would have just sold them the hyperdrive? No Maul. No Anakin. No Anakin. I mean, they meet him, but there's no Padres. They get out. I mean, they take Padme home to, you know, they fix the, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you want to have like a total story killer, then
1: sure. (laughs) (laughs) I did it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Story's over. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. uh, So no Anakin, so Skywalker, but then hold on. Then, doesn't Maul still show up looking for them, and then maybe he crosses paths with Anakin and then takes Anakin because he senses the Force? It's possible. Boom! It's possible.
0: All right, that's stupid. All right, next. I'll give that a two. Okay. <laughs> um, what if Obi-Wan would have killed Anakin at the end of Revenge of the Sith instead of delimbing three out of four limbs and watching him burn to death? Uh, almost, good, he's death. a good guy. I know. Like, just kill him. <laughs> <laughs> you are <were> my brother. <laughs> I loved you. <laughs> I loved you. Now, then kill me. <laughs> yeah, please. This hurts. <laughs> like, I've never understood that. Like, why? Like, uh, uh, you know, sometimes. I, I know, for dramatic purposes. But just like, you're going to Do kinda... you think
1: Palp, you know, Palp will take Anakin alive and maimed, okay? Oh, yeah. Dead. Like yeah. any
0: good dad. Yeah, like any manipulator oh my gosh uh yeah i palpatine still exists though so i don't he, he can he'll find an, he'll, he, he, Yeah. well he fa- if you find the
1: backstory stuff he already had ways i mean vader was vader was always on
0: the uh, edge of being replaced but he took him out yeah yeah uh here's one from our uh red five uh buddies what if They had this crazy idea of having the original (laughs) cast back together on screen at the same time. Oh, I give that a one. (laughs) No, of course. I think it would have been a
1: nice sentiment. I think it's exactly what they should have done, but what can we do?
0: At this point, nothing. We can only what if. We can what if. Or animation. Uh, Charles has a good one here. What if R2's memory would have been erased along with C-3PO's? Yeah. Like 3PO's got erased like three times. <laughs> I think 3PO erases his own from time to time. I think he just gets overwhelmed and, like, let's look at my friends. Control, Alt, Delete. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, shutting down now. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Um, okay, so this goes, actually, this is a good segue, Charles, because R2 knows everything from episode one on, yeah. and he spent time with all the major players. Uh, R two knew about Anakin's turn to Vader. Was he there? R two, he was, wasn't he? Knew about Luke. Yeah, and maybe Leia. Oh, he knew about two kids, right? Yeah, he was there on on. Uh, so, uh, like, and and even more so. Here, here's my larger point what if obi-wan would have just shared what he knew instead of being a hermit instead no instead of see the jedi and this is a trope in television too like the people that know all the answers don't share all of the answers to the bigger questions that are floating around that was one of my pet peeves with the show lost right like everybody knew different parts of the truth but nobody talked to each other So nobody ever found out the truth. They're trying to keep a story going. I know. I know. And and there's reason for that. But that was always a frustration through all six seasons. Like if Jack would have just told Kate this, like that would have been like just a relief of burden of Mm. knowledge, you know? And so, I mean, so Obi-Wan knew here's the deal. Here's why it, the what if doesn't work is because in a new hope, Nobody knew what was going on 30 years later, right? right. So we didn't. We know more post right. than we did at the time, but but even at that time, George Lucas didn't know, right? So how could Obi One? Well, but just you're think. really going.
1: All right, R two, yeah, R two and Obi One knew everything. Okay, but if R two's memory had been erased per the question, yeah, that does that change a lot of things, of course, because we wouldn't have. Would we have the Death Star plans? Yeah, he had them. Right after. What if he Rob got one. erased by uh, the Jawas? Whoop. Whoop. Anyway, you know, I don't. That's that's you great. Don't. That was a good one. We had another one from uh, Shabby in there. If uh, what if Luke joins the dark side with his father?
0: Yeah, yeah. What if Obi
1: Wan remembered? What if the Rebels are beating beaten at DS two? That's yeah, well, a Death Star 2 for the layman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if Anakin was granted the rank of master? Yeah, and he gets pissy pants out of a wad there, huh? Yeah, it's because in Clone Wars, Anakin is always, like, he's he's, he's not, angry. He's Well, no, not in, in the animated. He's, like, pretty solid. Like, I'd want to go into battle with that guy sure like he's a little he no, he's, a, he's a little he's a little fire off from the seat of his pants kind of but he that's because he knows he's talented which i was thinking attack of the
1: Clones. sorry when
0: you said but you're talking about
1: the animation so. yeah yeah so i mean definitely whiny on attack of the Clones.
0: yeah what if He'd han said. and leia's kids were jason and jaina instead of ben As they should have been maybe should have should have been <laughs> they should have been okay um i was talking with our friend nick and he had a fun one. What if the younglings in the room who did have lightsabers tried to, to mount a defense against Anakin and were successful?
1: <laughs> There's one little Grogu in the back. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. could have
0: been there. There's that little nugget too. Like, And my response was, Nick, maybe they did mount a comeback and it didn't matter. What if they tried to? Well, remember, we never—we're never, never going to see that. Remember,
1: uh, Lucas's son had a cameo kicking clone trooper butt until he finally got dropped. So mm-hmm. he's mounted one defense. Lucas yeah. gave his son a lightsaber, yeah. and then killed him. And then, <laughs> three seconds later. Three seconds later.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: those are interesting what ifs. I mean, come on. I mean, if Anakin gets his butt kicked by a bunch of younglings, then <laughs> whoopsies. Yeah.
0: I mean, you can take on like a hundred clankers at once. It seems like, and again, I know George Lucas didn't know this at the time, but Owen and Baru, they knew mm-hmm. who Anakin was and what he became. And they never told Luke and Obi-Wan knew and never told Luke. And he gave him the old, from a certain point of view, nonsense after he had died. Um,
1: huh? You know. Well, do you think it changes Luke's trajectory at all? He's still going to be an eager kid who wants to get off planet and yeah. join I the rebellion. I don't
0: think these things change. Yeah. And again, this isn't the spirit of the Marvel what ifs, cause they're pairing some odd people together, but um, anyway, anyway, Whoa. I mean, Anthony just comes in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just it's a big one. <laughs> that's,
0: that's heavy. As my friend, Marty McFly would say, yeah, what if Ahsoka and Ezra lead Jedi Master Luke to the world between worlds? Luke kills Palpatine's essence, and Han and Leia have Jedi twins. Amazing, and that's a that's a whole new sequel trilogy. Well, right it's there. basically it's
1: basically yeah, it's basically exactly that whole new sequel trilogy. Yeah, you go down. You take some of the legend stuff and put it into play, yeah. which we all feel they should have,
0: but you know, there's it's weird knowing how the story starts and how the story ends and you're trying to fill stories in between. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know the high Republic is not doing that. That's going way before, but even though there are a lot of stories that fall in between, you know, and there's a lot of characters who aren't (laughs) the saga characters that, um, you know that we can fill in on you know like finding out more about Rex and and uh, you know the Bad Batch. Like I think that's great because it ultimately doesn't change where the story ends, but you do find out more. Right. So it, it's safe. I think it's this Is it safe? Is that a safe way to write stories, or does it need to be? Well, like visions where it's cutting edge and you're going in a very different direction. I feel like the it's got a lower risk reward but visions could have like a higher risk reward like it could be awesome and become the next big thing or it could just not be super popular amongst the fandom and and it kind of goes away
1: well you you know your favorite band always has that first album for you right and you love the songs and that's when they became your favorite band do you like to see them do the same type of music in the second album, or just a little bit different. And I'm trying to make this analogy by there is some comfort in plugging, getting a getting that inside story to kind of fill some of the gaps, and you feel connected and and nostalgic about oh you know oh that's cool Rex is here or even Rex being on Endor, which now they canonized you know they didn't intend to do that obviously but yeah. now it's like oh that can be Rex sure so that fits. so that's that's kind of fun and then for them to maybe back it up. And and fill that in. That's I think it's creative. I I put up what if uh, <laughs> what if Lucas was never born. Well, wait. What if Lucas uh, wasn't he supposed to do Flash or Flash Gordon or no? He wanted to do Flash Gordon, but they didn't give it to him. So he did Star Wars. He said he had another or it's the other way around. They offered it to him and he did. He turned it down.
0: Mm. That'd think about that. Uh,
1: George Lucas Flash Gordon. Would
0: he have used? Queen? Would Flash Gordon have been
1: as awesome?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Would he have gotten Queen to do the soundtrack? <laughs> so, what if England won the Euros? Mm. Mm. Too soon, Gary. Sorry, Too guys. soon. Sorry, guys. Sorry about that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Well, anyway, these what ifs are fun um, and can provide a lot of meaningless content for podcasters. Well, good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're we're lacking a spinner today, and we're but we we, we we gained a Scotty. We gained a Scotty, and we've got some other cool un, things that we're gonna put up here in the next couple of weeks. And as summer's kind of in mid swing, uh, yeah, this is how things go. I hope your guys' collecting is going well. Oh, and this week for our Patreons out there, patrons, i don't know what to call them. Do you Patreons. call them Patreons? Patrons. but if they're on Patreon. That's what I do. I don't. Okay, let's just keep it consistent, okay? Yeah. I'll go with patrons as well. Patrons. Uh, anyway, we've got a, a Discord channel we're working on, which is going to be cool for some buy sell trade um, that we're hoping to put amongst uh, our, our community. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Boss Bounty for Tim for his input on that.
0: Yeah, that was, that was excellent.
1: And a new patron. Yeah, yeah, new patron, Tim. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, all right, you got anything else, Andy? What if Porkins had lived? Oh, no, that's huge. That's a 10. <laughs> it changes everything. If Porkins pulls up out of the dive, you know, or he listens to yeah. Wedge, whatever was going on. there. I got it. Yeah, he does a roll, a, a Porkins roll. The old barrel, <laughs> the old pig barrel roll comes out of it. He's down one blaster, and then he escorts Luke in for the Death Star kill, Luke, though, doesn't use the force. Porkins makes the shot. He's the hero.
0: He's the hero. Yeah. Porkins is the hero. Yeah. General Porkins. Yeah. After that. Then does he go on to do Batman? Absolutely. <laughs> but he is Batman. You got no future, Jack. Instead of. Yeah. Yeah. Porkins is as Batman. <laughs> Just. I'm Batman. <laughs> Quite fancy
1: a Porkins roll. Sounds yeah. nice. Yeah. I think uh, I think Porkins was underutilized. Kind of, you know, they brought Maul back. <laughs> Let's bring Porkins back. <laughs> he just he
0: got ejected out. In yeah. This space. He didn't see that. Yeah. Just like Thor. Just like Thor. Yep. What if Josh decides to keep everything in his totes? <sighs> one, two, three. Hey, I emptied five, one. Seven, I emptied nine. one. There's nine totes in the corner you can't see in this room. I emptied one. So there's only eight totes. The magic happens
1: on this side as far as everything looks <laughs> in order. <laughs> That's the other side.
0: Yes, of course. Of course. Getting there. We're getting
1: there. It's been fun.
0: Yeah. Tons. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Holo Chronicles podcast. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on YouTube, of course, at Holocronicles. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at HoloCronicles most of the major audio platforms if you are so inclined sure and um and uh we have a Patreon too group which is uh which we now have a first 12
1: nice finally
0: made it to the first 12 We've thank got you the first 12 yep right the vintage first 12 Whew. shout out to them so uh if you feel so inclined to join us there thank you for joining us every week And uh, keep an eye out for little quick videos that we like to drop every now and then in between podcast episodes. Josh? Thanks, everyone. Go play with your toys.